As the world led by the United States continues to discuss the peace process, the number of Jews in the West Bank continues to climb to record numbers. Dave reasoned earlier on the Bible in the News this month that it is evident that the current round of talks on a purely political basis cannot go anywhere. If you didn't catch that Bible in the News, I recommend that you go back and uh, listen to it. Well, apparently, the penny may be starting to drop for others. A report from a Hebrew newspaper, if you want the name of it, you can look in the um, written Bible in the News because I will not be able to pronounce it. It, uh, it reported that Israel's defense minister, Moshe Yelon, came out hammering Kerry's security proposals as part of his peace plan as being, quote, not worth the paper it is printed on and something that won't provide security for Israel. The newspaper also reported Yelon calling Kerry inexplicably obsessive and messianic in his attempts to force the two sides into a peace agreement. Yolan further said that Kerry has, quote, nothing to teach me about the conflict with the Palestinians. And he carried on and said, all that can save us is for John Kerry to win a Nobel Prize and to leave us in peace, the newspaper reported. Well, the defense minister obviously came under fire for such straight comments, but many Israelis could not agree more. Incredibly enough, even Obama was reported by the New Yorker on the 27th of this month to say the odds of completing the final treaty was 50-50. What all this has shown is that the relationship between Israel and the United States is currently strained, which by the side, uh, on a side note, is very interesting because it's bringing Israel closer to some of its Arab neighbors, which would be something that we would expect based on the lineup of nations that has been discussed before on this program out of Ezekiel 38. The truth is that it must be extremely frustrating to try and work against Almighty God. Simply, it is His land, and it is His hand that has brought the Jews back to their ancient land. And as Dave also mentioned on the program, there will be Jews who have returned from exile living on the mountains of Israel. And that is what Bible students have expected for many years, and we are so privileged to see. Well, talking about being privileged to see God's hand, this week, population data from the West Bank was published from the Israeli Ministry of the Interior that reports 700,000 Jews are living in the West Bank, including East Jerusalem. So despite all the world speaking of Jews leaving the West Bank, the opposite is happening. The population is continuing to grow just as God said it would. I found the numbers extremely fascinating, and I think that it helps to make the situation very real, especially when you think of how many of these people are living in small settlements surrounded by much larger Arab populations. That said, I decided to publish the list on the Bible in the News this week, and you can see it for yourself on the print edition. But just um, as, a, as a sort of a summary, there's 330,000 Jews uh, that live in the eastern neighborhoods of Jerusalem. And there's a list of them there. And these numbers are as of December 31st, 2013. And in the towns of Judea and Samaria, it says there is 373,992,000. So... 300, you can say 373,000 that are living in the 
little um, settlements and towns outside of uh, East Jerusalem, but still within the quote-unquote West Bank. And to just go through them, in northern Samaria, there's a total of 2,646. In the Ariel Elkanah block, a total of 52,000. In Male Adumin block, uh, 46,458. Eastern Etzion, 5,492. Samaria, 31,212. Uh, Beretar Elite, 47,311. Kiryat Safar block, 65,004. The Jordan Valley region, 7,432. Gush Etzion, um, and the history of Gush Etzion, Gush Etzion is quite incredible. Uh, worth a read, but they've now got their 22,479. Uh, Hebron Hill, which again is an area and contains uh, a number of settlements listed there, but a total of 15,851. What I noticed in that one that was interesting was that as of uh, 2013, there's even less, that's one that has come down in numbers, and a few there in that area have. Uh, some have come up significantly, but Hevron is, is, for as much as it's in the news and as hot uh, a place as it is, it's a very small community, five, just over, you know, five and a half, uh, hundred, you know, 565 people living there in uh, very extreme situations. Uh, the Benjamin, uh, Benjamin, or as it calls it, Benjamin, Benjamin region, uh, which contains Bethel and uh, a few other larger settlements. Uh, a total of 76,794. So on a total, we're looking at, at uh, now into 700,000 Jews. And when we talk about the peace process and moving Jews out, you can see that it's close to uh, impossible to try and evacuate that many people and displace them from their homes. You know, We all know how much uh, of a difficulty they had with... Um, the uh, Gaza Strip. So, the quote that I'm going to read is from Ezekiel 37 and verse 21 and 22. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the heathen, whither they be gone, and will gather them in on every side, and bring them into their own land, and I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel. Specifically, as we've mentioned again and again on this program, it's the mountains of Israel. And all those settlements that we just read out, that is the heartland. Those are the mountains of Israel. And we can see the growth continuing. 700,000 now. So we are living at the times, as it would call it in the New Testament, Acts chapter 3, the times of the restitution of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Of that, there is no doubt. The question that the disciples asked Christ upon his resurrection, Acts 1 verse 6, was, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? When we see the influx of Jews into the mountains of Israel, the waste, place, uh, waste places being rebuilt, what we're seeing is the foundations of that kingdom of Israel um, being laid and being prepared to be reestablished. God is clearly working with natural Israel to fulfill His promise. And the question for myself and anyone listening is, are we ready and I mean that for myself especially. Christ spoke of a parable of ten virgins, 
five were, five were wise, five were foolish. And the wise had oil in their lamps. The oil is the word of God. Are we full? The prophetic word that we look at so often on this program, God did not give us that so that we can be entertained. No, God has given us the promises so that we might see God's hand working in the world and in turn examine ourselves. Consider the words um, from 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse coming in at verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Now we know God is not literally going to burn up the heavens and the earth, but rather fill the earth with his glory, as it says in Numbers. So the heavens and the earth here, as is in many times in Scripture, it is political. It is the world order that we know is going to come to a complete end. We can think of Daniel chapter 2 with the... Um, the nations, the, the images broken in pieces and the kingdom of God established in the earth and takes over. Simply, that's what's happening. The world as we know it, the world order as we know it, will come to an end. And a new order will be established when Christ comes, when he establishes David's throne once again on the earth. And so, as it's asked in Peter, what manner of persons ought we to be? And that is as much a question for myself as it would be for anybody. But we know, as we see, we look in Israel, it is one of the greatest signs of our times, is God's hand working with his people. Sometimes in our life it seems like it's going slow, but in reality, when you think of the thousands of years of human history, we're only speaking of 60, 70 years of history, of, 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 of you know when it's really ramped up, in establishing the um, the state of Israel, and now in turn we look for the establishment at Christ's coming of the kingdom of Israel. Just yesterday, a mass prayer rally, I guess it might be two days ago, a mass prayer rally was held at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, which was held under the title, Prayer for the Redemption of the People of Israel and Their Portion. All these events that are in the news headlines regarding Israel are all shaping the character of the nation. They are praying about the peace process, that it might be thwarted, is, uh, I believe, the, is what they're looking for, because they can see, as they withdrew from the Gaza Strip, so they look at the West Bank and think, what is it going to be if we withdraw? We can't withdraw. It's, it's God's land that is promised to us. It is not for us to, to give it away. And so... The, uh, the title was The Prayer for the Redemption of the People of Israel and Their Portion. I find that quite amazing. And just as troubles in our own lives can change us and bring us to God, so too on a national level with his people. And so may Christ the Son of David come soon and establish real peace, and may we be ready. This has been John Billington with you this week for another edition of The Bible in the News. And please uh, join us again next week for another edition of the Bible in the News, Should Christ Remain Away.